0: Okay, welcome to Free Association. I want to talk today about how important the no-virus position is. So we've got an, an endless stream of pandemics coming up. People are going to claim over and over and over again that there's a health threat going on. And we need to be careful. We need to be very, very careful not to fall into the trap of seeing invisible enemies everywhere. So a virus is an invisible enemy. An electromagnetic field is an invisible enemy. There's not that much difference between the two of them. And this isn't going to be a popular position, but it's the truth. Both superstition. Neither neither one of them is an issue for human health. So there are people who buy into the belief system or come to the conclusion that these things are an an issue for human health. But viruses don't exist, so that's complete superstition. Electromagnetic fields do exist, but the problem isn't the electromagnetic field most of the time, or possibly all of the time. The problem is the sensitivity of the person within range of the electromagnetic field. So if you reduce your sensitivity, electromagnetic fields don't cause a problem. If you're hyper-aware, hyper-vigilant, paranoid, or just generally looking for things that are enemies, then you're gonna find an enemy somewhere. And it's a dangerous thing, but it's not an actual enemy, it's the perception of an enemy. It's a perception of a threat. This is all about perception. It's all about sensitivity of the environment or maybe oversensitivity of the environment and perception of threat. So heightened awareness, yeah? If you're in a dangerous situation and there are dangerous situations around, there are a threat to your physical health or your emotional and mental health, have some vigil, vigil- vigilance. But don't spend your whole life in, in, in a place where you're hypervigilant looking for enemies, because that's not the way the world is. There are parts of the world that are, are where it's necessary to do that, but they don't last forever, and it's not all of the world. It's small parts of the world in particular situations. So do yourself a favor and let go of some of the sensitivity and the hypervigilance and have a look at the, the, the whole world. So the human parts of the world, there can be some nasty shit going on. But there's a reason for it. It's not personal. It's never personal. There's always a reason. Sometimes it's a biological reason. Sometimes it's a psychological reason. But there's always a reason. Sometimes it's a biochemical reason, whatever. It, but there's always a reason. And it's it's never personal it's always a response to something or an over response to something and all you're act all you're doing is is acting as a trigger for that you're not you're not causing it you're bringing something out that's already there if you're in that kind of situation or something's triggering you and you overreact because you've got a history of things that you haven't got out of your system yet. So uh, the importance of the no virus situation is that the powers that be who are in charge of capitalism and the health systems and the banking systems and all the rest of it, wanna make money. They're capitalists, they like money. So they chase money at all costs, including human cost. So what we need to do is protect ourselves from the potential for more pandemics being declared. And the way to do that is to take the no-virus position. So the no-virus position is viruses don't exist. So you can't have an epidemic or a pandemic of something that doesn't exist. If it's a misunderstanding from the 19th century, based on fraud potentially, and virus—no uh, virus has ever been isolated. No virus has ever been isolated. So, a lot of a lot of what's going on at the moment is, it's computer modeling based on other computer models which are based on other computer models so there's no way to there's no physical element to that that's that's virtual reality right there so when people say we're living in a virtual reality we are we are to some extent because we're basing everything on computer models rather than looking at the real world and looking at looking at the the actual physical environment around around me or whatever around you and there's no, there's, there was no pandemic there. There was lots of people frightened of a pandemic, but I don't know anybody who's been seriously sick from coronavirus. And if the virus doesn't exist, then there can't possibly be another pandemic of it, can there? And if no virus exists at all, then there can't possibly be any viral-based pandemic at any point. So you, you close the door to all the things that are produced by that belief system. And I think it's a valuable way to, way to be to close the door to that. There are lots of other things that we need to close the door to as well. But uh, I'm not going to get into any of those at the minute. So the no-virus position is a good, defensive, truth-based position. So that's why I'm advocating that. It takes a while to get there. It's taken me years to get there. And I needed to look at presentations by Tom Cowan. I need to see Andrew Kaufman's presentations, Amanda Vollmer's presentations. And it's a cumulative effect. It's not just one presentation that's gonna. The light bulb's not going to go on after one presentation necessarily. You might need to. You might need to watch half a dozen of each of those people. You might need to watch more than that. You might need to just keep watching them every week until you understand what what they're saying in enough detail to for it to make sense. And it took me a while. Even during the pandemic, it took me a while. But once I got there, once, once there's no virus, then you can let go of, of your immune system. You don't need an immune system. And I equate immune system with ego. I equate immune system with personality, human personality, ego. So I let go of all of that and you're open to the world but there's no enemy in the world. All you're seeing is, is good, truth, and beauty. And When you're looking for good, truth, and beauty, that's what you'll see. And I found a, a technique in Louise Hay, in one of the Louise Hay audio books, which is just look at the situation Bless it, so accept it, bless it, and let it go, whatever it is, whatever situation it is. I, I, I make the assumption that every, everybody and everything that exists is God. I don't define God specifically, you just, just define God as everything. So that includes me, it includes you, it includes animals, it includes all people. It's a difficult position to take, but it makes sense. It does actually make sense. When you do it, and you start to look at the world like that, you'll see you'll see beauty, you'll see truth, and you'll see good in pretty much every situation. There are some challenging places to go with that, but if everybody's God, that means everybody's God. There's no exceptions to that. So that's the position that I take at the moment, and it's it's working for me. So I just wanted to share that with people and uh, give people a couple of clues about where, where they might look and how they might think about stuff. I'm not telling anybody to do anything. I'm just sharing what I do and what works for me.